a new episode of CB Radio. Indeed. I'm Max. I'm Boris. And what are we going to be talking about today? Uh, we're, we're going to talk about community and okay. what that means mm. in, a, uh, in a brown culture. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit of a positive compared to last week. Yeah. We had to touch on uh, a very tough topic. I think it was needed not only mm. because of what's going on around the world, but mm. potentially to show that even we who have been here for so long and as uh, as someone mentioned, you know, we, we don't sound like we are, I guess, ethnic. Yeah, good point. So we, we hide our brownness really well. Yeah, and, and we still... Until, until someone sees it. us. Yes. Yeah, then we're really brown. Everyone close your eyes when you see us. Yes. <laughs> if you see us coming a mile away, you should have cl- been closing your eyes five minutes ago. <laughs> All right. What about community? How? What is your community like? Um, you, you mean like an Indian community? Correct. It's it's definitely definitely closed off. I would say no, mm-hmm. not closed off. That's not the right word. I would say it's close. Okay. Uh, you know, as I mentioned last week, when my family first immigrated here, mm-hmm. we stayed with family mm-hmm. as you do, and. We didn't move very far away, right? I think we moved like a block away, right, from uh, from where my my auntie and uncle are. Are living. there many Indians in your neighborhood right now? There were. were. So, okay. as what do they graduate to? Which area? Western suburbs. Okay. Um, kind of down Tanit, Melton, yeah. Werribee way. There's mm-hmm. a lot of uh, of brown people, brown mm-hmm. families there now. Mm. And, you know, as we were growing up in the early 2000s, late mid, late early 2010s, mm-hmm. wait, late 2000s, early 2010s, mm-hmm. um, as more of our extended family, close family friends would immigrate, mm-hmm. they would live near us, you know, my family, my aunt, uncle family. Mm. And it became sort of an Indian community in, in, a, in a micro fashion mm-hmm. because there was a dozen odd uh families there that came, kind of came together okay well most of my people um we generally get together uh once a year for sri lankan new years i don't even know what day of the year that is but is it, is it like chinese news yeah it's a separate yeah it's occasion. like a it's like a sri lankan new year thing wow i didn't even realize that was a thing uh, apparently it is uh, mom, yeah, I know. Mom calls me once a year to wish me, and I'm like, oh, I'll wish you the same, I guess. Thanks for calling. Um, but yeah, we our community basically gets together somewhere around Dandong. Yeah. And like it's like a football pitch, and everyone brings in food. And oh. Yeah. I, I went there a couple of times in the 13 years I've been here. I don't go there anymore. Mm. So every time my parents ask me, it's like, why... When I was single, at least, why I couldn't find a Sri Lankan girlfriend? Because um, they're not around here. <laughs> they're just not in the CBD area. They're out there. Yeah. yeah. And I don't go out there. That's true. I'm definitely far away from my people. Yeah. 
I guess to an extent I am as well because like I said they've kind of moved into the mm. into the western suburbs but also there was a big hub in Dandenong and places like Clayton um, which is again it's out of suburbs yeah maybe our people don't like the city they're like we grew up around apartment buildings and mm. dot, dot. we want a backyard yep where are my kids gonna play on the street where they should be worst case is a car runs them over right yeah and then there's <laughs> and then there's another kid that can take up the mantle because <laughs> we have a lot of children yeah we have a lot we're, that's we're, why our communities are so huge right yeah but we we have as many as we can afford that's true. That's that, very true. That point has to be made extremely clear. Cannot be overstated. Mm. We have as many kids as we can send to college, uh, afford to put clothes on. We'll never buy them Jordans. That's why oh. we buy it ourselves before we have yep. kids. And um, you end up going to a good university, a good school. If HEX is available to you, like subsidized university fees, great. Parents don't have to worry about it. They'll just have to worry about putting another kid on the planet because they or don't have to save up. They have to worry about you failing out and uh, the shame that comes up. Oh, God, yes, the shame. Mm. Yeah, I think we've both experienced this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the wrath of oh. our parents are failing. Um, but we're getting uh, off topic, yeah. as we tend to do. Yeah, But it's lot. great. It's great. Does, does the Sri Lankan community have a community group that organizes this uh this new year's event or anything yeah yeah um generally it's like the lanka lions or rotary club or something in that area that organizes it and there's one in every country that there are sri lankans if there are sri lankans they have a rotary club oh wow i I always thought rotary club was like a a white person thing i'm pretty sure the white people introduce it to sri lankan people and like yeah that's a great idea sounds good let's uh let's get together play a few games of cricket and have a barbecue every once a month yeah. yeah wow that's kind of what we do yeah these are the same clubs that sort of bring in like famous pop stars and stuff to come perform for sri lankan communities in oh, wow in australia yeah never been to a single one because i don't care <laughs> um not really into sri lankan music to be honest but you know yeah i don't think i'm into indian music either yeah maybe it was a uh a, a youth of too much bollywood films and just mm. scarred me against it yeah if 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 any time I even got invited to one of these Sri Lankan events, it's purely to hang out with the other Sri Lankan kids who were there as well. And they probably got dragged along by their parents and exactly similar to you. Yeah, they just yeah it was a, a, it was forced. Yeah, that simple. Yeah. Um, when I was in Dubai, there was a Sri Lankan community um, from church, effectively, yep. and a greater one that got together again through one of these clubs. The church community met up once. It was the last Friday or last Saturday of every month, and there would be a Singhalese mass. And well, when you say Singhalese mass, it's just a mass in Singhalese. Yeah, correct. Okay. Yeah, um, there would there would always be at least one pastor from Sri Lanka somewhere in the UAE, and he would do that mass for us. Effectively. Yeah, well, um, that's how I got to know most of my friends, and some of them are here in Australia with me. And that was a pretty tight knit community. So you. Like, you know, you went to people's houses and uh, caught up with them. You hear sub stories about, you know, how one of them lost their jobs and the other people would sort of try and help them find yeah. another job, which really, really helps when you're, especially in a foreign land and you don't know anyone. That's yeah. when the community really kicks in. That's definitely something that happens here as well in Australia. Like, mm-hmm. 
Off the top of your head, why do you think that that's the case for our listeners? It's the same reason why when you go to a new country, and let's, I guess before the dawn of the internet, the only way you could actually know about something is if you went out and met more people and uh, found people who shared your interests, and then you would form a community based on your, that, that particular interest. Yeah. So let's say you like heavy metal, you'd go to a heavy metal club, make more friends, go to the same concerts, hang out with them. It's the same thing except more culturally based. Yeah. And more country based, you could say. So you kind of you speak the same language, you enjoy the exactly. same foods, you yeah. you remember the same places, the nostalgia, I guess. Yeah, correct. Uh, of, of I guess it's one of the reasons why you hear about Australians going to like France and working at Australian bars, for example. Yeah. Easier place to get a job. You're amongst your own people. And sure. And they have made pies and sausage rolls. Yeah. I mean it's kind of weird that you would go to France and then eat the same food that you ate back home. That is true, but that, that is a little sad. But you know, but I mean, brown people taste do of the home, same. right? Exactly. It's it's you know, if you don't have that curry, suddenly you lose that uh, that lead lining in your stomach. <laughs> <laughs> suddenly, chili starts to really hurt you. Yeah. <laughs> do, do you hand in your brown card? I think you have to. Oh. Mm. Well, we're not there yet. So. No, not at all. Um, yeah, like I, growing up. We were part of a few, uh, I guess, cultural groups, mm-hmm. um, and, and you know, every month, two months, they'd hold kind of like a dance. Mm-hmm. You know, you, your parents would go. Oh, I know these. There'd be used to have live music. There'd be dancing. Yep. And weird, like mm-hmm. weird Australian folk songs as well, intermixed. Oh, okay, sure. Just because it was sure. seen as like the fun thing, like mm-hmm. the the nutbush. Uh huh. And not really an Australian thing, but the Macarena. Brown yeah. people love the Macarena. Yes, they do. Uh, None of them know the dance, but, you know, they like the song. No. See, Indians, they know the dance, but they don't know what they're singing. Mm-hmm. I was the same till my best friend, bless her heart, she told me what the translation actually means. Mm-hmm. I, I just had to watch the music video as an adult to realize what they were saying. Yeah. That was do, do, we, do we ruin it? No. We won't ruin it. No, do uh, it. If you do see it, let us know what your reaction is. Yeah, uh, if, you're, if you're in your teens or 20s, chances are you don't know what the Macarena is. So, yeah, it'll be on YouTube. I'm sure it yeah. has thousands and millions of views. Right? <laughs> uh, let us know at cbradiopodcast at outlook.com. Mm-hmm. Um, what was your reaction to it? Was, was it uh, what you thought out? it would be? And what was your reaction to it when oh. you found out, Max? Um, I, I, was, I was a little embarrassed. Um, and but most of the why, why do you say embarrassed? Because I used to dance to that song when I was a three-year-old, four-year-old. Don't lie, you've still been dancing to it. No, every time that plays now at a wedding or something, I just sit my ass down. Um, I, I still dance to it when it plays at a wedding, but then I look at all the other uncles and aunties, and you know, being brown—that's what we call anyone who's mm-hmm. not our parents and yep. older. Uh, Watching all these uncles and aunties having the time of their lives. Mm-hmm. This is the dancing. one song I know. <laughs> yeah. Dancing to it, not realizing what they're actually dancing to. Oh, with regards to um, one of the things that um, Dubai had, well, at least the Sri Lankan community in Dubai had, in order to keep the new kids that were born in Dubai, which was a lot of us, actually. Yep. A lot of my friends were born in Dubai. Uh, in order for them to keep their brown card... Uh, the consulate, the Sri Lankan consulate in the UAE would run once a week a session where they would teach you Sinhalese, how to read and how to write, and have conversational skills with you. And it's 
none of us wanted to be there. Yeah, who wants we, to have extra classes? Exactly. The Singlese that I speak now, effectively, I learned from my parents speaking to each other, but they were those classes were basically forced. So I'm assuming one parent thought it was a good idea to start this thing, yeah. and then all the other parents were like, "Yeah, I don't want my par- my kids to be less brown than they already are." <laughs> so they uh, they put us in these rooms where there's about twenty of us dressed in. I don't know what, if you're familiar with the term sarong, but yeah, yeah. little white robe sort of thing with now, a belt. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind uh, to our listeners, a sarong isn't like what you wear on the beach in Bali if you're a woman. Yeah. This Google Sri Lankan sarong, yeah. it will look very different. Yeah. This is, this is not what you're picturing right now. Exactly. Sorry, continue. Um, yeah, we'd all be dressed in sarongs and uh, we'd uh, have our full outfit We'd be there just absolutely miserable, waiting to get out of this place, but it takes two to three hours to actually do so. It was like a prison sentence. Yeah. I think after the second class, I think I yelled at my parents that I didn't want to do it anymore. And it might have, must have been a group effort because after about a month or so, I think they've ended it. Yeah. Well, I guess, you know, if all these parents are putting in money mm. and the kids are effectively striking mm-hmm. as a group, they can be like, I didn't actually want to send you, but X, Y, Z, uncle and auntie did Correct. send their child. Why I can't don't... you be like his son who loves going there? No, I know them. They don't love being there. Right. Yeah. That's funny. And the other thing is like with the dances and stuff like that, as you mentioned before, we used to have that in Dubai as well. It used to run around the New Year's time as well. Yeah. So that was kind of like that the day that all the Sri Lankans would gather at this one location couple of times they booked out the Sharjah Cricket Stadium. Oh. Entire stadium. Geez. Filled with like, I wouldn't say it was all filled, but it was like about a third filled with Sri Lankans. And um, there is video of me online dancing to Sri Lankan songs because my parents put me into it. What is this video called? And why have I you can't, not? It's not on the internet. This was before the internet. You said it's online. Did I? Yeah. Um, I'm not going to talk. About, we're, 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 gonna, we're not going to talk about this anymore. Okay. It is the we'll, most we'll embarrassing moment ever. But I guess yeah, that sense of community is strong in a in a curry or a brown uh, ethnic group. Mm. It's it's all we've, uh, and I guess more so our parents. It's all they had. Yeah. Because. As mentioned last week in our talk around racism, whilst we've had a few instances ourselves, mm. I can only imagine how bad it was before it wasn't socially acceptable. Yeah, it would, definitely wasn't PC back then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I guess, you know, they, they only had their compatriots effectively, that other brown people, to to have that connection without needing to fear or worry about yeah. X, Y, Z, something being thrown Back in their face for a uh, misconception. That's true. Well, judging by the by both of our lives, I think that sort of community might effectively die with our parents because we're not part of that community anymore, are we? No, that's very true. Mm. Uh, which I guess is a good thing. Not necessarily the loss of that community, but mm. the fact that we can be more open about our cultures with people outside our cultures Mm -hmm. we don't need to feel that negative repercussion Mm. of of someone being against our music our food our Mm. skin color well Uh, you you would say that we've basically integrated into the community that we 
were born into or sort of moved into when yeah. you moved into this country, right? Somewhat to that extent, but yeah. also the fact that that community has integrated itself into ours. Yeah. We don't need to be as reliant on other people of color, other ethnic people to yeah. have a sense of community. That's true. I mean, the alternative could be that for you and I, we're both just kind of online a lot. So we don't uh, we don't have any sense of community outside of our digital content. That's true. Most of my friends are on World of Warcraft. <laughs> right. And I think that's a lot to say about technology than yeah. than any uh any aspersions toward us not being part of that community. And my parents obviously don't understand that fact. Like we we understand what they went through, but they don't understand how I have yeah. more friends online than I have in real life effectively. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. That's that's they're not your real friends, son. They say that, but I mean how often do they call people back home? Mm they may not have seen in years or decades. Yeah. They would still consider them friends. Yeah. Similar situation. Exactly. Though it's it's kind of like, uh, on a side note, nothing to do with community. It's like convincing my mom that I can pause an online game. It's <laughs> never going to happen. <laughs> never going to happen. Not everything revolves around me. There are other <laughs> people I have to focus on. <laughs> heal, heal, heal. <laughs> yeah. What else would you like to add? I think we came into this discussion hoping to expand a bit more, expand, sorry, a bit more on what community means to us. But I don't know about you, but I've realized that it doesn't mean what I thought it meant. Mm. It, it's so much broader a meaning or a focus mm. than we do brown things with other brown people. Do you think that if you went back to India... Because I know if I went back to Sri Lanka, my community would automatically take me back in without question of how long I've been here. Do you think the same? I don't see myself as having a community there. Like I left when I was five, Mm -hmm. maybe six. Mm -hmm. And I have, I think we mentioned, we discussed this in our first podcast. I have no real recollection of that time. Right. Um, like I've got some memories in my head that I'm not sure are real or mm. figments of my imagination. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think if I, I, and it's not something I'd want to do. I, I wouldn't want to go back to live there. I've, I've integrated too much mm-hmm. and it doesn't help that I don't speak the language. Um, not even a bit. I can swear in it. Okay. Uh, and it comes out when you're drunk, right? And it comes out when I'm blackout drunk. Right. <sighs> Oof. Yeah, my, my language skills in Sinhalese have deteriorated every year that I've been in this country. The only Sinhalese I get to speak now is to my mum. Yeah, like you use it or you lose it. Correct. I think I'd, I'd definitely go back to India and I've gone back a multitude of times mm. as a tourist, see family and definitely enjoy the food. Mm-hmm. But it's not something I could see myself as as moving back there of gaining mm. a sense of community. I'd kind of be like you said, those Australians that went to France and or go to France, yeah, and set up a, an Aussie pub with mm-hmm. you know footy on the TVs and yeah. Carlton draft in, in the in the tabs. Yeah. I would be that person in India. I, I'd go toward what I felt comfortable with and mm. the people that I spoke the same language with. I mean, assuming that the internet is available at the same speed it is here. 
probably faster than Australia is like <laughs> a fourth world country when it comes to internet. I'd, uh, I've always told anyone who asked me this question, I don't see myself being in Australia for my, my end years, you could say. Yeah. I'd want to retire in Sri Lanka, be around my own people. Like, as much as I feel like I'm part Australian, I still think I'm all Sri Lankan, if that makes sense. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. And I guess your your dollar would definitely... Go further. Go further. Mm, most definitely. Like, you, you'd have family that, to support you. Mm-hmm. Um, as bad as it may sound to some people, you would have servants to look after your needs. Mm-hmm. And, and you wouldn't need to worry about... The rising cost of living exactly. that, that we face in Australia, the rising cost of housing, yeah. of utilities. And I can have as big as a back- backyard as I want, and I have as many dogs as I want. Yes. Yes. Um, and with that, I think we'll end it for the day. Yeah. I'm Max. I'm Boris. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to have uh, any discussions, please send us an email, cbradiopodcast at outlook.com. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Now, come on, what was I supposed to do? He was out of town, and his two friends were so fine. Dala tu cuerpo, alegría, Macarena, que tu cuerpo es para dar la alegría y cosa buena. Dala tu cuerpo, alegría, Macarena, eh, Macarena. Eh,